Hello, everybody. This is WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine, and I am joined around the table by Matt. Hello. Scott. Hi. Rob. Hello. And Holly. Hello. All right, so we've got lots of news, uh, Some too many topics this week, so we're really packing it in. Um, but we're going to start it off, as we always do, with our Topping It Off segment, and our intrepid producer, Matthew Walsh, will be topping it off this week. You know that's me. And, that is um, you. What are you, what are you, where, what Disney drink did you choose? <laughs> well, uh, for those who know me, uh, you might know that in addition to being a, you know, a, a Disney fanatic, I also, let me, let me back this and up. frequently even, unprepared. Let me back this up even further. When I hit my thirties, I had a, a mantra, if you will. And the mantra is, uh, no, uh, guilty pleasures, no guilty pleasures, only pleasures. So therefore, I don't feel guilty about the things that I like. Oh, okay. And, um, sorry, I don't know if you heard that. No, we didn't. Okay, so, um, the thing that I'm talking about is, I love Be- Real Housewives of Beverly Hills <laughs> and Vanderpump Rules. Both those shows are great. And I went to Stargazers in, uh, Disney Springs, uh, oh. which is the, uh, small outdoor indoor bar, uh, at the bottom of Flavortown, uh, and of USA. course I'm talking Flavortown, USA, and of course I'm talking about the Observatory of Planet Hollywood, and at Stargazers, I had a glass of Vanderpump Rosé, uh, which <laughs> is created by um, none other than herself, restaurateur, housewife, queen, icon, queen, Lisa Vanderpump, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know, I like Rosé, I think it's freaking good, and the freaking uh, waitress kind of like gave me like a, oh, you're getting, and I was like, listen, I'm, I'm 32 years old, There's this is, I'm in LA, this is what I'm having, and I'm pinky up. She was probably laughing at you because it was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, Rosé's more of like an either evening once again, cocktail or once morning again. brunch. No guilty pleasures. Okay. I, I don't know that she was really judging. I appreciate this, because Friday night I was sitting at a, a bar, and this guy had to have been like 65 plus I'm gonna say and he gets this like cookie it looks like a cookie and cream <laughs> or something like martini oh. I'm like this guy has no shame I'm yeah, like no it. why not like what you he like probably, it probably looked good on the menu yeah. and like it looked nice how, like, how else do we find things we like if we don't try new things yeah. that sound good to us Right. I'm just going to read you the winemaker notes directly from the thing because, I mean, it describes <laughs> it as best as, as anything. It's an elegant nose with delicate red currant and hints of pepper as well, as well as sweet citrus. And on the palate, Scott, and everyone listening, it reveals a touch of strawberry, tangerine, and peach in a dry, classic style. Like Lisa Vanderpump herself. A classic <laughs> style with that dry British wit. That she's British. Yeah, she is delightful. She, I've never she's heard the queen. her. She's, in my a, life. she's, she's a the one, queen. wonderful lady. And you know what? A hell of a rosé. I quite enjoyed it. So that's my topping it off. Is that our first wine? Um, it might be. Well, the Sangria Wine Bar, George. Okay. Would be, okay. I would say they're on it's the wine same slushy. level. You saw the wine, wine slushy. I did. Yeah. Yeah, yes. but that's not like. But that. But they're all. There's something to it. Mine was just a wine. Mine was, was just, just wine. a wine. Pure wine. That's it. So I got a couple of questions. Go on. <laughs> did you, did you, when you went there, did you know they had this? Or like it was I, like, I think oh, Catherine I and I, I talked know. about it before, but I we, had forgotten. We did, because yeah. I wrote a book about dining right, in Disney right, right, right. World. And that's one of the things they boast is they have like the Barrymore wines. They have the Coppola wines. They have the Vanderpump wines. Yeah, they have a big thing. So they do like the celebrity wines. wines is like a big thing at 
both Stargazers and Planet Hollywood. And, so, uh, but both. to be fair, I, I, I kind of forgot until we were there and I looked at the menu and I was like, oh yeah, right. And I, I've been meaning to try it just because... I'm just a fan of just a fan of LVP. You should go to Wine Bar George and try and order it, and then sniff your nose when they don't have it. <laughs> oh, I gotta get I out of here. They have it. You think so? I don't know. No, mm. I don't. Are those more like? Where is he? Is he from Greece or well, Spain? Spain. Spain. Well, Spain. the um, yeah. To be fair, the um, Vanderpump Rosé is from France. Oh okay. So how much was it? It was oh, nine dollars for a flute. Okay. Yeah. It's a little expensive. It was a little expensive. But you know, you pay for quality. (laughs) So speaking of uh, Planet Hollywood, we know what's attached to Planet Hollywood is Chicken Chicken Guy. guy. Chicken Guy! Well, you know I like a chicken Mm -hmm. guy. Did did you see it in the news recently? Yes, he's opening up a... uh, Another. He's made, yeah. And it sounds like they're going to make more. Yeah, it sounds like he's trying to franchise Chicken Guy. And and to my understanding, is Chicken Guy in Disney Springs, the the flagship store? Yeah, that's the first one. Flagship Guy. Yeah, because the way they talked about it in the news was like, Oh, he's opening this new restaurant. And I'm like, like, it's been open. Yeah, there's one for six months already. I know. I saw someone, I think I saw one of my friends post about it on social media. That was like, oh man, I can't wait for this. Like, half joking. And I was like, please. Yeah. We've been reveling in the delights of chicken guy. We still haven't eaten a chicken, a strip from the guy. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm very much looking for it. The man likes a lot of sauces. A lot of sauces. 24. So much variety. Well... And that'll bring us to the news. I was topping it off. Yeah, that, that was, was a good just one. topping it off. <laughs> Thank you. Flavorful conversation. I didn't know where you were going with that when most in our pre-production <laughs> meeting. I'm not sure you did. Yeah, <laughs> we got we got to. There was a beginning, and, and I'll be damned. There was an end. <laughs> All right, so Rob, what do we have as far as news? Okay. So much, right? Um, yeah, just uh, bigger news items than we typically cover. So. Disney announced that they will re- they will be replacing the Wonders of Life Pavilion at Epcot. Mm-hmm. So those unfamiliar with what the Wonders of Life is, where they typically do the festival centers now over between Alan's Energy Adventure and Mission Space, um, they're going to be turning it into Play Pavilion. Yeah. So take oh, that for whatever. Yes. It looked it, like a giant interactive like. What's the Dave and, like a Dave and Buster's type of thing? That's weird. That's yeah, how it looked to me. It, it, I, this picture gives me a, a even though I never was in it. You guys would know better. No, like I never a Disney Quest. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, you were going to say, like, like, gonna say first, Wonders of that's Life. A, that's more accurate. The, uh, the concept yeah. art. Hmm. I like oh. how dark it is. Disney Quest 2020. Oh my oh, god! Man. Don't even do that to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it's not, but Catherine, uh, anyone else really vivid memories of the Wonders of Life Pavilion? I. I was already older, and it was gone by the time, uh, the first time I visited Epcot. So here's the thing: I I, I was a, a huge fan of motion simulators. Like yes. I did Star Tours. Is that like, did you do Body Wars? Wars but was I don't remember doing. I don't know. If I, I re- it was a Splinter. So you're in, and I remember being really nervous the first time getting the first time I ever did a simulator. But I really liked Star Tours, and my mom was yeah. like, "It's like Star Tours. Oh, it's just that. different." But she thought I would be grossed out by like the blood and stuff. But it wasn't like it wasn't like that. Like right. and they did. I remember going on that. Yeah, Body Wars. Yeah, like, Body Wars. It was in the back. There was a big trope in like the late '80s, early '90s with cartoons of being shrunken down and put <laughs> inside a body. Like I feel like every cartoon I watched had one episode that was like, it was like the Magic School Bus, Rugrats. Like every episode had like a 
The one where Chucky Finster eats the watermelon seed and they have to get shrunk down and get it. Everyone remembers that. But I think that's a funny... You don't see that much anymore. Bring it back. Yeah. And there was also The Making of Me, obviously, which just made headlines recently with uh, Buzzy, the animatronic, that was reportedly stolen out of the Wonders of Life Pavilion. And we have an inside at Disney who does not believe that story to be true, thinks that's fake news, that it wasn't actually stolen. Because there's no way you could walk out of Epcot with like a 2,000 pound animatronic, even though it was like a little boy, probably nothing but steel and iron. (laughs) And then they used to have little like booths where like you would wear like headphones, like I don't know if any of you ever did Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey. That was open very seasonally when we started all getting into Disney going together, but they would have these. Oh, it was still in. Yeah. There? Oh, yeah. yeah. We did it within the last five years, huh. but now no. it's <laughs> five okay, years. Okay, maybe seven. Anyway, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, so this pavilion, though, they're not saying it. It's the just description. For kids? It, it just, it just like... says an immersive and interactive city in quotes, where you can explore, create, and interact with some of your favorite Disney characters. Oh. That seems vague enough. To yeah. Not be able to describe anything in there. <laughs> to me, it sounds more kid-oriented. Yeah. Well, yeah. Put that on your education. Sounds like something where Matt and I are going to be pushing forms. kids out of the way to play. Yeah. I wonder if... Uh, like, what happens... Like, like, a, a, like a VR kind of, maybe, yeah. environment I could see them going down? Like I, I'm seeing them uh, combining interventions and making this like the more interventions area. So there's speculation if you look at the concept art that people and I think people take this concept art and think like oh that, that's it's hundred percent rendering. Do you remember the concept art for Navi River Journey? Because it does not look like what we all know and love today. I don't. Mm. No, but no the speculation today. is that interventions eat. The one closer to Mission Space? No. Other the, side. On the, the, is, the garbage is gonna, one? It's somewhere? going away. Yes. It has to. There's nothing in there. No, I know. The character. There's needs. nothing in either of them. They're yeah. terrible. They're yeah. eyesores. They're just And bad. it's valuable real estate. It's, like the, yes. it's the front of the park. It's the closest yes. thing that you can do besides Spaceship Earth. Yes. Um, well, then speaking of Epcot, the main entrance, so that's undergoing. <laughs> there we go. There's that Rob Wozniak cute <laughs> segue that we know and love. Yes. Um, so they are redoing the entire main entrance. Um, they are getting rid of the Leave a Legacy. <laughs> Wonder where they'll put those. Tombstones. Tombstones. They're, all they're saying is they're going to hmm. be outside the park's gateway. They're going to use them as the new concrete barriers. If you have, your, if you have it, I, I'm sorry, but like, they're just, they're eyesores. Is there even like room? What, like, I'm just trying those? to picture oh. what it, like, outside. I know. Like, you I'm, could just put them like over by the restrooms by the buses. I mean, who yeah. who cares? I mean, if yeah. you pay for that. Matt, do you want to have I was gonna a piece eat a, of broccoli? I was going to eat a piece of broccoli, and then I was like, Please I'm going to chomp that. down on broccoli. <laughs> I mean, you can probably have a tomato. I don't think we'd hear that, but... Yeah, the broccoli's a, a no... That's that's a off-mic kind of snack. Mm-hmm. Boy, we're, we're bad friends just setting broccoli right in front I of know. Rob. I know, sorry. I just I don't like, I won't like if I breathe <laughs> that. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll survive. Well, that's interesting. Just don't eat any broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, it's going to... They're saying it's going to pay homage to... The original park entrance. Okay. The thing I'm excited about, it looks like, again, from the concept mm-hmm. artist, they're putting back, if you ever see any, like, opening day photos, the fountain that's right in front of 
Spaceship Earth. Yeah. They had those, like, I, I didn't know what to call They're not plastic. They're, like, they look like acrylic, like, towers yeah, coming I know what out. Yeah, like, I know what you're And they had about. The, the old school logo. Yeah, yeah I like so that So it looks like those are coming back. Yeah. Any so, more word of the resort? No, which is an interesting question. No, there's nothing. And I don't know if this... Now, was that ever officially announced? No, 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 no I didn't no. think so. It did come out, Wasn't though. Like, it we, on, like, we a... knew something. Like an internal but... document or something? I thought there was some sort of, like, a permit or yeah, something. Yeah, but then they filed. said, like, this could be the permit okay. for this. Like, those permits are very... Vague. <laughs> vague. Okay. And then there was... The, then people saw something of it, the hotel going over between, basically, the land and the sea. Like, over on that. Mm-hmm. Where the bus is, yeah, basically. Bus side. Behind where the buses would leave right. off. There was that speculation that the hotel would go there, so okay, nothing official. Hmm. I I think this is good because I think that front entrance is a needs better flow. Yeah, it does. Those leave the legacy things are just rough. They're in the way, yeah. and it looks like there's going to be like like three main paths. So like they might have better like f- like if you could have like photo ops at like all three almost yeah because everybody of, wants everybody, that main yeah, like that middle that, one you know they put all those signs for the festivals and things like that okay. so it's always congested like when you first walk into oh yeah like they it's like a funnel yeah and then you it opens up yeah and at rope drop like I I've only been there I only can think of being there once for a rope drop in the front but like it is so. It's such a cluster with the everything that's going on there. Like it's just too much stuff. <laughs> and, and this wasn't part of the the article for this, but they're saying too that they're gonna change the security. I guess add more and like set up because they don't have any coverage there. It's very much de facto right now. Just like wherever they could put it, that's not a permitted installation. No, and and of all the parks i was thinking like what gets backed up the most and i think epcot's main entrance mm-hmm. we don't i mean we use we, international we like, gateway we, a we lot, try to do international gateway if but we um i think hollywood studio is worse do you i, I feel that's like just, we get through there like, pretty I, quick I, I, I get, maybe it's just because i'm always there we're in the always yeah, there for rope drop we true. always do rope drop at hollywood studios think of the other parks we've done rope drop we've done it at animal kingdom I don't think we've ever done a Magic Kingdom. I mean, not in the most recent years, maybe once in my life, but... We've gone, like, non-rope drop times, and it was fine going Yeah, in. we're always there, because you yeah. because so. the Fast Pass steering is so terrible at Hollywood Studios that you yeah. have to be yeah. there when it opens. Not only that, I think it's, like, also, it's really spread out, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, I think it. I'm just thinking about that, because it's morning, usually, yeah. and yeah. they're just open. Whereas, like, Epcot, like... It really is. When, a you, when you get off few, the bus, like it's very yeah. narrow till you get to basically to spaceship, spaceship Earth. Yeah. Earth. Yeah. So. yeah, everything lets off there. The yeah. monorail comes yeah. down there. The tram for and the it's not a big parking, parking yeah. where air, like yeah. I mean, you figure that isn't wait. Uh, I'm making up fake <laughs> news here, but um, <laughs> but um, the isn't that would be the second busiest part. Next to Magic Kingdom? Yes. Okay. Yes. In terms of attendance, Epcot is just behind the Met. I mean, significantly <laughs> behind Magic Kingdom. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they need more. Mm-hmm. They need more there. All right. So, now the, the biggest news story is <laughs> we got tons of news on uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, looks like they, they did some media previews. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of press... Um, I read two um, particularly 
like involved uh, articles from io9 they're part of uh, the gizmodo former gawker network and it looks like a lot of press went to first lucasfilm in san francisco then traveled to imagineering in glendale uh-huh. and then finally they went down it was like a three-day thing and uh-huh. then they spent all day in disneyland it was just basically them just learning and sharing everything they know I about to be on that tour i know right <laughs> about uh the upcoming it, galaxy's edge and it was uh, i don't want to knock disney bloggers and that blog but i think it was more mainstream like media, media. not like the disney people yeah, yeah, right. and totally. we're Disney people. Yeah, I mean, so that's right. Right. No, yeah, that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, it was to drum. Just, I mean, it was totally to drum up. It was it was to drum up publicity about this, and and it totally worked because I mean, all the information we got a ton of it from um, details about the ride, details mm-hmm. about um, app integration, uh, food, drink, like you name it, like it tons of information. So what do we have? Ron? Okay, so uh, kind of walk through some <laughs> of these things. So they're saying they announced. Access slash guest flow is the first thing to talk about. So Disneyland's going to have three entry points. Critter Country, uh, Fantasyland, and Frontierland. Three of them. Fantasyland. Yeah, but that would what, be like Big Thunder Ranch, like back behind. That's Frontierland, though. Yeah. Oh. Oh, do you think maybe by making the magical map? Like back there? Perhaps. Perhaps. Because that's technically not Toontown down yet. When you go down that... Down and up in yeah. the Toontown. Yeah. I think there is like a path. I, there I there be wrong, is because if think, you ever have ridden the train before, yes. you're right behind Mickey and the Magical Map, like when you're on the train. Yes. Yeah. So that must, and then Critter Country from back by. Uh, Hungry Bear? Splash Mountain, I guess. Yeah, Hungry Bear. Is right yeah. There. Yeah, but. So know. like all behind the rivers of America. Yeah, it has uh, yeah, to be. Yeah, that path. That's that... huge. That's like a long walk. Like yeah. if you think about like space wise, like if you were at Splash Mountain and we were trying to walk to like Big Thunder, that's like a whole yeah. From behind, that's a long walk. Hmm. Yeah. Well, my cousin sent me something really interesting. Uh, there's a new station out in California, and I think ABC. Okay. And Disney gave them pri- uh, the privilege Maybe, to, yeah, to fly over um, Galaxy's Edge. Oh. And she actually sent me a video. Oh, she took cool. a video of the news. <laughs> so, um, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Any so. glimpse you can get of it over the yeah. walls is pretty awesome. Um, that, so that's Disneyland. And then they're saying two entry points for Hollywood Studios. I mean, we know the one, right? The, the end of... Uh, Grand Avenue. Grand Avenue. Thank you. And then... And then Pixar I, Place. I, I would have... So yeah. Pixar Place, not Toy Story Land? Pixar Place. I, I think it could open, because that's all connected in the back there. That It is. Yeah, that you could just I open it, that whole thing up and it could be technically both. And it's, maybe that would make oh, Toy Story Land not God. quite such a dead end itself. But I would think they would call that They have three. to be doing an entrance there in Toy Story Land. I don't know. I don't know if that's but the case. But they're not going to keep that wall up. Then there's nothing to that. Because the whole idea, I think, is it's a fenced-in backyard. Oh. Mm. I, yeah, but I the, think from a theming standpoint. Yeah, but it doesn't look like a fence. It is, though. It, over. Oh. I've never paid it. I don't I, even think I've walked over there. Like, by mm-hmm. By, like, alien slide, flying yeah. saucer. Mm-hmm. We'll take... Oh, never mind. Yeah, I, like... I'll, well, I'll, when, we go was, the, when we go in the summertime, yeah, we'll... Yeah. Yeah. Do some investigative yeah. research. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's that's just logistically speaking what they're talking about. So then they. Just what everyone's so excited about. <laughs> I, I get excited about that. Okay. About the yeah, so you got to deal with it. 
So, uh, Millennium Falcon, uh, Falcon Smuggler's <laughs> Run. Um, we talked about this. You're gonna, there's going to be one of three roles that you'll play. Uh, pilot, flight engineer, or gunner. And there's two of each. It's it's uh, it's six seats, so there'll be two pilots, two gunners, two... Uh, what is it? Engineers? What was the third one? <laughs> pilot, flight engineer, or gunner. Yeah. So is this kind of like mission space? But I think yep. that it actually... Kind of, sort of. It actually matters. It matters. And, and so like at the end of it, you get... Depending on how you do, you get credits, and those credits actually will be used in some capacity in the rest of your trip. So like... It, there's it, whereas in Mission Space you can hit all the buttons and whatever it doesn't matter you get the same outcome. Yes, I get. They haven't said specifically, but I get the reading between the lines that there will be either the story's going to change if you don't do something, or maybe after like the that. ride, like you, you've like a droid says something. I, I'm just it, they're saying the payoff and participatory participate. Participatory nature of the experience so far is unparalleled, is what they're saying about this ride. And so, another another big thing about Smuggler's Run is the uh, they got a glimpse glimpse of the new animatronic, which they say is basically the second most impressive animatronic they've done since the Shaman in uh, Rivers of Light. And no, no, not Rivers of Light. Uh, <laughs> Navi River Journey. Um, so I'm just I always sitting do that. Nodding like, yeah, yeah Navi River Light. Journey. And um, Scott, I think you're the only one who's watched Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know who Hondo Onaka is? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's the main guy. He's like a pirate, and he's like the main person who kind of guides your uh, your journey. Oh, that'll be fun. Falcon. He's he's a fun character. Yeah, so, he, so they got the voice actor for him, and he is going to be the animatronic. And from what they... Imagineering released a short YouTube video of of him like uh, the Doing him animatronicking, <laughs> and it's it's really impressive. So they're they're really uh, they're really saying that it's it's going to be awesome. So um, good. I, that's I'm glad about that. And then the other attraction, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Again, they're saying one of the most advanced and immersive experiences ever undertaken by Walt Disney Imagineering. They're saying it's more than just a ride. It's a cinematic, immersive experience. <laughs> so we, is it kind of like Flight of Passage, so to speak? Because I feel like I'm kind of immersive when I'm on that. Yeah, but I think that even more but so, better, they're, stressing the, the, they're stressing the queue is like there are some like, holy crap moments just Inter- walking through that area on your way there that it's like insane. Yeah. Um, there's a drop, apparently. Because they're saying the um, <laughs> how 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 big is the drop? I, n- nobody knows. Yeah, because no, no. You've ridden Tower of Terror. You can handle it. Well, I have not. <laughs> have I gone back on Tower? I thought you've I thought no. you've been on Tower and Terror and uh, what, what's the one in California? Mission, Mission Breakout. Breakout. Oh, that was a one and done. <laughs> I went on just to say, okay, I did it. I did it. I put big girl pants on. I'm good. Yeah, but this is going to be better than that. And I mean, this is worth. Tall. Yeah, there's. This is worth. Yeah. When I the, when and when I I think drop. I think I don't think a free fall. I think Pirates I think, of the like, Caribbean. I think yes, yes, that's, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yes. Um. But I I think from a visual standpoint, you're, it's going to be along the lines of Flight of Passage. I think where yeah. like everything is just going to be. Fully surrounded. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, and then what we're the most important thing we worry about is themed food and beverages. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Oga's, 
I, I'm, Uga uh, oh, or Oga? It's Oga, O-G-A. Oh. Ogas? Oga. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cantina. Um, they already announced, I'm not going to go through the whole list of the names, but I counted up 10 unique cocktails that feature alcohol. I am going to get hammered. Yeah, the, the one right. <laughs> and there are pictures of them um, online for some of them, so they look yeah, interesting. Yeah, the one, um, I, I like the Jedi mind trick is <laughs> one of the names of them, like... To me, that's pretty no funny. Yeah, and s- well, some of them are. No. Some of them are are described as basically like just like a version. Yeah, like the outer rim is is a margarita essentially, and the fuzzy tauntaun is essentially a fuzzy navel. But there are some in there that don't have descriptions, so we won't know until. And the Jedi mind trick's one of them. Yeah, you, so we don't know what the Jedi mind trick is. Did you send two of the same links? No, it's two different links. Because every time I click on each link, I get the same. Well, it's the same website, but it's a different. It's a different link. Different article? Huh. So, okay. So Everyone really reads the uh, the emails that I send. <laughs> um, I read 50% of the emails I sent this week. I one. So, Rob, so yes. talking a little bit more about logistics, I also read that with the Disneyland version, you will not be able to leave with any of your alcohol. You Correct. have to stay inside yes. the building of the canteen i would assume or is it free fo- free roaming no i got the impression it was like inside in the restaurant yes so, so and i'm thinking like oh would you leave with but we do it at um yeah. uh, nomad lounge yeah. we get a mixed drink and we yeah. ask for it to go oh, yeah. so um yeah i mean that's not unprecedented but i guess yeah to you know pacify the Purists, I guess they're saying. Hey, Disneyland of, is not a museum. All right, uh, I, open it up. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm saying. So in yeah. a, in addition, before we move on from the, the beverages, they have a bunch of non-alcoholic ones too. They do. Like there's like Blue Bantha and the Carbon Freeze. But also the thing that I'm interested about, I don't know if you saw, was that there are several breweries and winemakers that are making wines and beers specifically for Galaxy's Edge. And some of them I'm just listed here, and I don't know what they are exactly, but there's a Bad Motivator IPA, White Wampa Ale, <laughs> um, the Imperial Red Cab Sauvignon, and a Tonneray White from Alderaan. So, like, there's mm. going to be some, like, exclusive Star Wars beers and wines there in addition to their cocktails. So it's going to be... I'm into that. Yeah, it's, it sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean... There's going to be a ton of stuff to try. They go through the the, the food and everything. There's just so much to talk about. I, yeah. I mean, as stuff gets closer, I think we'll we'll yeah, touch on it more. There's going to be a uh, popcorn snack <laughs> stand, it sounds like, Outpost Mix. It's going to combine savory, spicy, and sweet flavors. So I, I think they're in... I know this is big in Asia. Like oh, the yeah, different, the mochi. Yeah, like The they different have, like, popcorn flavors. I forget yeah, like some there's of them. There's like a milk. Isn't there like milk popcorn or something? Uh, I, uh, I forget. It's one weird. In Japan. Yeah, there's some very unusual flavors. Yeah. Um, so I could maybe... You know, if it's... I've heard non-Asian people describe it as... They like them, so... Oh, guess, yes. That's like a know, huge... I'm trying to be as... <laughs> politically correct. Yes, as... Yeah. It's possible. So, uh, <laughs> they also have like blue milk and green milk. Blue yeah. milk and it's is like a... it's a frozen like smoothie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what they. So I mean, they have to basically invent blue milk because blue milk was yeah. just that was on Owen and Baru Lars's table. That's I know, all... I know. That's all. That's all we got. The food. Looks is there good. any way that the Cantina Band is not just continuously playing on repeat? 
Yeah. I just hope it's like Sunny Eclipse and they just do all animatronics. That's what I oh, want. Oh, yeah. guys. Um, what a good segue because one of the biggest things that I'm excited about is they have plans for Rex. Yes, the original yeah. um, pilot of Star Tours um, and it will be voiced by Paul Rubens. He has been repurposed. He is no longer a Star Wars uh, tour guide. He is now a DJ. Mm-hmm. And he has ended up in Oga's Cantina. And he basically... It says that there's over three hours of Rex music. And it oh says, I know where I'm going. It says he has about a three-hour loop broken into one-hour segments, and each hour has some similarities, but each hour-long program is unique. And it says that it's stuff from all over the galaxy. So John De- John Dennis, from uh, who's the creative director for all of music at Imagineering, says there's going to be some traditional John Williams cantina stuff, but he's also playing stuff that, like... He's like, what we think, like, Batu, which is the name of the the planet that Galaxy's Edge is on, which is unique. It doesn't exist. It was created for Galaxy's Edge. He's like, there's stuff that sounds like pop and hip-hop and a, a lot of different stuff. So I, I'm I'm interested. It's eclectic, they said. So And it's voiced by Paul Rubens as Rex, which is awesome. I'm very into that. Yeah, I figured you would be. I love Rex. <laughs> That's that's it. That's, yeah. that's I have, it. I have one more thing okay, that I, I have one more thing that I think on, is, is the biggest. Actually, the biggest takeaway I got from all of this is the app. Um, so the Play Disney Parks app, which some of us have used, I, I haven't really. They are really, really um, stressing the like the integration of the app with your visit to Galaxy's Edge, and they're basically. And I don't know how I feel about this, but they're stressing I, I that it's like basically. This. They're trying to market it as basically a third ride. With, and <laughs> I just wow, rolled my I eyes. Just felt, I did you guys all hear I know, Scott's eye roll? I know, I know. But so, but Scott, I feel like you would like this. So, like, you use the app, and there's and you basically choose your you choose your uh, alliance. So you choose like Resistance, First Order, or Scoundrel, and then you have like jobs to do and tasks within the app, and they save to your profile. And so the more times you come back, the more you can, like, build up your rep. And it says, this sounds vague, but Disney was keeping much of this a secret. And they said, everything in the app is canon. There's a main game that's always happening. And they said, it's a lot like uh, Ingress um, or, you know, what became Pokemon Go. But, um, so, I mean, it's... Yeah, but that is fully reliant on the app working. (laughs) Which I have major issues with. I do the Disney play app when I'm in the that's, parks and it, it's not that great. No. Yeah. That's what, I that's through that's through the, this. Yeah, that'll yeah. all be part of So I, yeah, I think I, that's what I, that's, I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying yes. the app itself is not, not that great. Yeah. If they're going to do something like this, they need to really look at the app and like make, make sure it, it's ready. Yeah, make sure <laughs> it's up and running and it's ready. And like honestly, like the only time I'm on the app is if I'm like in a long Q, well, yeah, and I need something to do. Otherwise, like, well, that's I don't have time yeah. to play a game. I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, so there will be a, there now. will basically be a Star Wars section in the existing Disney Parks Play app. And and the one thing that I and this is from the io9 article um, that we can link on our Facebook. It's called the seven seventy seven most fascinating things we learned at. <laughs> There's a lot, and so the, like, the number fifty five was. Sure. 
called, and I'll just read this as it's short. It says, keep your head up. Disney doesn't want a bunch of people just walking around with their heads in their phones. So all the jobs in the app require you to look around. You'll be exploring, searching, and then finally using the phone to complete things such as translating text, scanning crates, and more. Like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. I guess, yeah. And I think that's cool. And they've done that before with things like the Phineas and Ferb and the Kim Possible stuff in Epcot. And I'm thinking like the Harry Potter stuff in in Diagon Alley where you have the wand and if you point the wand, I mean, what's... At certain places. and, And I mean, I think that's cool, but I, I the last thing I want is a bunch of people like, like when Pokemon Go was oh first my, was yeah. first like coming on the <laughs> scene, and I remember walking that. through um, downtown Disney in California, and like everyone was just staring down at their phones, and it was just it's a Run, ma- people running into you. And yeah, like, like you want to. I mean, this is going to be such an immersive, like beautiful world. Like I'm not going to want to live experience this through a tiny yeah, screen, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I. I I'm appre- apprehensive about it. Huh. Apprehensive, but um, oh, man. <laughs> all right. But Ooh. yeah, I mean that's. But they're. I think they're really banking on that. So we shall see. Hmm. A lot of good information. Yes, I'm sure more to come. Oh yeah. When uh, might be too soon to actually have a logical answer to this question, but let's say this opens. We're just going to use December 1st of this year, 2019. They're saying fall for, for Disney World. Yeah, that's December 1st yeah. is fall. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crap. Um, so December 1st, when will we be able to go and actually do this stuff? And like, like actually be able to walk in and have a seat at the cantina, be able mm. to get on... <laughs> because one... of crowds or because yes. that it won't be ready? Um, no, crowds. I, I guess that's how, how long until they open another park. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's I mean, gonna be bad. Toy, toy, <laughs> toy Story. I haven't even gotten close to the toy or the lunchbox thing. I you can't like it's not super like, and there's nothing like. Oh, well, come December first, you might be able to get into. Yeah, well, well, another so WDW News today is is mentioning that. Is Disney considering selling fast passes? Yes, I think th- I would buy. I'm, I'm, I would buy them. I'm fine too. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I know it's that's what you want to do. That's what you do. But it, it makes sense. I mean, they're at the end of the day, they have like they're leaving money on the table. Like I know <laughs> they're a business, and they yeah. they need to deliver shareholder value. So mm-hmm. there's going to be people that are willing to pay. So I will be one of those people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's, I mean, if you could guarantee I could get on both of the rides and like. You know, experience the app, and uh, and then go to the cantina and like do like everything there. Oh, I would, I would definitely pay. Yep. Plus, then you could actually like get angry about it if for some reason you weren't <laughs> let onto the ride. Like, yeah, I paid, I paid for, for this. this. So, yeah, poor yeah. guest relations people. Oh no, that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, I know. All right, so we're going to move on to our first mini topic, which is uh, the the flower and garden menus were released. And well, I, I thought the Star Wars was a mini topic. Does it open today? Wednesday, or? right? Wednesday. Yes, yes Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. I don't know if they do. They did a media preview this past week, but yeah. not the actual booths. So. Yeah, officially opens Wednesday, the, what is that? Six. The 6th. And at first glance, this men these menus look phenomenal. So does anyone want to want to like start off? Like the beer selections are so freaking good. Well, I have a list of things I would like you guys to try for me. <laughs> okay. So, but I'll let everyone 
go before me. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought she, uh, no, I thought no, she was, I was like, like ready and wearing I'm still, I'm still per- perusing through my list. I'm, I have add-ons. Okay. Well, the the beer selections, I mean, truly, some of my all-time favorite beers. Cronenberg Blanc is so on says. the menu. Yes. I'm just saying it's on the menu, as is Mango Cart, which is one of my favorite, um, as is... Uh, Maui Brewing Company's Pineapple Mono Wheats and the Unibrow, all of like the Blanche de Chambly, which you can get there all the time, but um, the Ephemera. Ephemera Apple right. Wheat. Yeah, that's what you Which is Matt did a topping it off, and I'm telling you, it's so it good. is so good. That's one of the best beers I've Yes, had like, really I mean, like the beers are insane, so. And if I'm not, I mean, maybe I'm just kind yeah. of imagining it, but it seems like they went with a lot more flight options. Like every stand has yeah. a flight I love option, that. which is great. I mean, that's the way you try them, and you yeah. can. Yeah. Matt won't be scraping the bottle of the barrel the next time he has to do a topping it off with yeah. all these flights. I'm gonna have to get my uh, my untapped app up. And, I know. Up and I know. ready to go. They do have a uh, orange hibiscus wheat ale. I'm into that. Yeah. And Rob, I can imagine you'd be really looking forward to the watermelon IPA. Yes. That's like right I, up I, your alley. I, I said, and I wasn't exaggerating when this came out. There's probably 20 beers. Yeah. And I don't think that's I don't think that's a stretch to say. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's yeah. Should we do it? I wanted uh, to make like a um a, a mashup of like or just like a meme. Um, <laughs> the people are doing this all over like Instagram and stuff and Facebook of the uh, the Michael Cohen thing and be like, how many beers are you gonna drink this weekend? And it's yeah, I don't know, 30, 50, 50, more, more, hundred, more, two hundred, more, five hundred. <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, why don't we? If if everyone's cool with this, we could go around and everyone just pick one. I mean, because I have like a bunch of things circled. We'll do food a food item first. You um, write a food. You say a food item you're excited about, and then we'll go around again and we'll do a drink item. Is that is that cool? Because yeah. I mean, you guys. I mean, for the listeners, you can go on on any you know if you Google um, Flower and Garden 2019 menu, you'll find the same thing we're looking at here. But I, I guess we could just give you. I have a, an add-on to that. Can we say one new item and one item you're excited to see is back? That's Is that too uh, much? That's a little much because I don't remember ever oh. what the new items are, so <laughs> why don't we just Scott, keep it simple? if you have two It'll things, you can give them right, an honorable mention. If, yeah. Are you ready to go, Scott? Yeah, I can, I can go. Okay, okay, so we'll do food first. We'll do food first. All right, so I'm I'm excited to see that the Jamaican braised beef at La La Fresca is back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to try at the Citrus Blossom to see what they do with the lobster tail for general consumption. Like, I, yeah. I want to see how they prepare that and how good it is. You know, obviously these are mass-produced, so yeah. right. my expectations are a little bit muted, but... Yeah, absolutely. Those are my two food items. Okay. okay cool. Rob, do you have one? Oh, uh, this is... I, I know, like... Or, or so, Matt, so... Yeah, uh, you, don't, you don't... If you're not ready, we can... Go, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, um, do you have one? Yeah, I do. Um, the one that I really want to try... Um, is the um, it's from the Florida Fresh Pavilion, and that's the carne guisada uh, with black bean cake and cilantro lime sour cream. And carne guisada is it's basically like stripped uh, beef strips with tomato and grilled potatoes, and it's it looks awesome. Sounds I am, great. I am into that. <laughs> I don't know if that's new. I don't know if that's been there before. I don't remember that, but. Can neither confirm nor deny. All right, any anyone? 
Um, Rob, do you got it, well, so, either of you? Okay, me. Um, so the one thing I'm excited to see back, uh, this was really good, is that Florida Fresh is the spicy blackened shrimp and cheese grits mm, with brown yeah, gravy. Like I, I love shrimp and grits. I remember like, you talking about that. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever had, I, I've had grits like once in my life. Uh, I, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like oatmeal almost. Like yeah. A, for like a little, savory oatmeal. Yeah. It kind of takes on the flavor of whatever you could mix into it. Okay. So by it being cheese grits, I think are really good. Okay. Um, cool. And the corn relish was really good. I remember. So that definitely jumps out. I know they had that last year. Um, I feel so like I'm sorry. I feel like our southern listeners are gonna, our southern U.S. listeners are gonna tear <laughs> me apart by saying that grits is like oatmeal. <laughs> I feel like and I it's think I, I think for northerners it's often like that's a popular comparison. I'm from you know? I'm from New York. We didn't so. have grits. It's smoother though, isn't it? More like cream of wheat. Yes. Yes. Never had that either. And if if they're prepared <laughs> properly, like you could get them with lumps, and like you don't want them lumpy. Um, it, 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 it's a difficult. I don't like any food where the choice is lumps <laughs> or no lumps. No, thank what you. What is grits? It, it's a. Is it like a grain? I believe yeah, like, so. Is it like a risotto? That's like a fair question. Down? If you didn't know what where we were from, you know now. Yeah, we are from the northeast of the United States. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I, I think it's a grain. You think <laughs> Google, this is terrible? Yeah, well, Google oh it. Gosh. Google it after the show. Yeah. Well, All right. So, Rob, what's your here. new oh, thing that you're excited for? Do you have? And you don't have to. I mean, I you know, no, you don't have to. I, I didn't know if you had something that you. Um. Oh, okay. I'll go with one. I found one. Um. And this is so weird because I feel weird ordering something from this because you don't even think it's a kiosk or anything. <laughs> okay. The refreshment port. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Coffee rubbed pork. Poutine. Yes. Yeah, with barbecue, demi glaze, fire roasted corn relish, and cheese curds. Yeah, that, that has eye. been the new spot for poutine. They yeah. did that at Food and Wine. They, they did it at Festival of the Arts. We got like the brisket poutine. It was so freaking good with cheese. Oh, cheese. I would feel better if they would just name it something for festivals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's but, a good uh, point. But you know, what are you going to do? Holly, what do you have as far as food goes? Um, I'm happy to see at Northern, was it Northern Bloom? Oh, yeah. The seared scallop with <laughs> yeah. French green yeah. beans, yeah. butter potatoes, and yada, that was yada, so yada. Good. Um, Yeah. But what I really would love to try, and if anyone would like to try for me, <laughs> is at the Citrus Blossom, the crispy citrus chicken with orange aioli, aioli, aioli yeah. um, with, and baby greens. That sounds good. I wonder if that's like grilled or what. Like, doesn't really. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I will say that I am the lone soldier who always really likes a tart filled with onions. <laughs> Ooh, is that back? It's Lucky back. Me. Yes. Goat cheese tart with caramelized onions on a flaky pastry crust. That's at Florida Lee. So, it's a great compliment to a Cronenberg Blanc. It's just, like, carbs. It's carbs. Um, and instead of just giving one, carbs, one specific item a, a looking forward to, because I do agree with Scott, that lobster looks awesome, I am going to say kudos to Primavera Kitchen for being yes. friggin' decent for once. <laughs> like, I hate Italy in food and wine, and it's my most favorite cuisine in real life, but I feel like they can never nail it for food and wine. 
But this looks point. really good. They've got pizza Toscana. They've got um, a pomodori verde and mozzarella uh, with balsamic reduction. Rob, you into that? Yes. Yes. Yeah, wait, was that the... What, the fried, what, green sorry, tomatoes, it's fried green tomatoes and cheese. Mozzarella yes. cheese and balsamic yes. reduction. Also the flatbread. Yes, that's what I... I almost yes. picked that as my new item and I was like, uh... Oh, I, was, I didn't see their sausage. Dang it. We've talked about this before, but do you think they're just not as adventurous for food and wine because it's a bigger... Yeah. Thing and they have to appeal to a wider audience. Yes, yes. yes. I mean, but honestly, I think this festival, if if the food lives up to it, which I think it usually does. Like I don't, I don't ever try anything. I'm like that was awful, and I was looking forward to it. Yeah, like, usually, the descriptions are are pretty like close. I, I don't know many of these festival items that like I read the description. I was like, that sounds awesome. That I had it, and I was like, that was not at all what I expected. I mean, it happens, but it, it doesn't happen very often for me. All right, well, do you want to talk about drinks? I do. Um, yeah, and then I'll, I'll touch on something else. But, Scott, do you know what No, you... I know exactly what I... <laughs> go, go ahead, Matt, Matt if you're you ready. One. Yeah, the one that I that caught my eye that was... I'm sorry, I'm flipping through papers. Um, and it's at the Jardin de Fiestas, and that's the... I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Oaxican gin and tonic, um, and it's... Um, Smoky gin with black currant liqueur, vermouth, lime juice, and tonic water. Ooh. So um, it, it's almost like a mix between a gin and tonic, and then it has a vermouth, which gives it, which is common in a, uh, a martini. But then you add that black currant liqueur, which is I, I really like. One of my favorite drinks that you can find in Epcot all the time is at the Rosen Crown Pub. It's a cider and black, and it's um, a cider mixed with black cor- black currant juice and. It's um, it's like just sweet enough, and and uh, I love gin and tonics, and I I like gin martinis too. So that that sounds really cool. So I'm into that very much. So, bunch of beers, but I'm sure someone else will say one. <laughs> Scott, do you have one? Well, I'm gonna yeah. Okay. There's a lot yeah. of different um frozen beverages that I think I would, <laughs> I would like here, and I'll report back on that. I'm going down with my folks. Um, yeah. Thursday of next week, so I'll I'll report back on this at a later episode. But I want to give it. I'm, I'm sorry to, to cut you. Do your parents? Will they try any of like the? Oh yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if your parents are like or or do if they partake in in alcoholic beverages. My my mom. We always joke. She's more fun when she's drinking. Okay. Mm. Uh, my dad is the more responsible one. <laughs> we had we had the situation a couple of years ago where he had one margarita from Mexico and like. Passed had the, out. Had the medics out at Epcot. <laughs> they had to call the medics at Epcot. So I don't know that he's going to be real <laughs> eager to, to go head over heels for it. But um, a nod to Lotus House for having some better drinks for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I, they have their Kung Fu Punch, with they, which they've had before. But they also have a couple other options here. A, a wine, plum wine cooler. And uh, this Pirates of the China Sea. Dark rum, peach syrup, and pina colada mix sounds like something that would be right up my alley. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. Nice. Yeah, it does. My pick, yeah. yeah. And sweet. <laughs> sweet and peach? Um, sweet enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... I, all the beer. All <laughs> I mean, the beer. Like, I, I, it seems like a cop-out in him saying that, but there's but he really will, a great beer selection. Yeah, no, the beer... And Tropicana, I didn't say that. Tropicana is, like, one of my all-time favorite beers, too. Yeah, who makes Tropicana? Uh, Heavy Seas. Yes. yes. They're out of Maryland, like, ten minutes from my work. Wow. Why don't I go there? You should like, go to bingo with this. <laughs> go to the brewery and pick um, up. A... If I if I had to pick a non-alcoholic, I mean I a mean a non-beer, non-beer. 
Um, I don't know if somebody's going to say this, so I apologize. It's the okay. um, uh, go ahead, Hall. Where you, go go no, with just yours. Just tell me the kiosk. Go with the uh, the citrus blossom. Not your uh, Okay. So the orange sunshine wine slush. Yes, I think I, I can do. get into that. Like citrus is my favorite f- fruit. Any kind of orange pine. This pineapple citrus. Mm-hmm. No. no lemon. <laughs> yeah, like um, grapefruit. Mm-hmm. All, yeah. all those I love love those flavors. Lemon so, lime orange grapefruit are the big ones. Yeah. yeah. Why did I think pineapple? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Great question. Tart. <laughs> yeah. <Huh>? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, think I don't know because like you're wrong. Tropical. You're yes, thinking of like yeah. they're all usually tropical yeah, flavors. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's my. Well, I want that orange bird sipper cup. Oh. Uh, but yeah. I wonder if I can dump like an alcohol. Well, it, it said. <laughs> right? it, well, it specifically it says orange cream slushy in a souvenir orange bird sipper cup, non-alcoholic. That's well, that's I'm like the make. same thing, Holly, that I want to do with yeah. the violet lemonade. Is you know like. We'll, we'll like have to find shots somewhere to like yeah. add them. Why right. have we never just done the the See, water bottle with? I have I've done vodka. I've done that once. I am such mini. a scumbag. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if I can like ask for the souvenir cup like with with the drink not in it. I'm sure you can. Maybe. Yeah. And because they probably are like willing to go just off and get... do my little thing and yeah. here you go, Orange Bird. <laughs> yeah. Or put any of your drinks in it. Honestly, yeah. it's just easy. Yeah, who to cares? Hold. It's a receptacle. What you yeah. do with it is your business. Exactly. I own this now. Can't see what's in. Um, I'm I, gonna fill that up with whatever. I, I've been on a new kick. This is uh, 2019. Catherine speaking, um, and I I've been like enjoying a Bloody Mary. Oh, um, so this looks that. really good. The Stowaway that. Mary, a classic Bloody Mary with absolute vodka, garnished with pimento stuffed olives. Cherry tomato, celery, jumbo shrimp, and smokehouse jerk. Where can you get this? That is at the refreshment port with the poutine. Look at that, the fresh, the refreshment port. Yeah. Very sounds refreshing. Stop. Yeah, we will definitely have to make that a stop. So yeah, and like all the beer, all the beer, yeah. and there's a hibiscus wheat ale. Dang, that sounds so good. Burn. <laughs> um, do we have time for the other topic? I don't or? know. It, yeah, we're going to drink. Oh yes. I think yeah. we should oh, I'm save it. We we had a lot to talk about with this and Star Wars stuff. Time out. Oh. Yes, go ahead, huh? What? Trowel and Trellis, hosted okay. by Impossible. It's a new kiosk. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my, well, the Bloomin' Blueberry Lemon and Ginger Tea featuring, oh, good. is it Twinnings or Twinings? Twinings. Twinings of London with Tito's handmade vodka served in a mason jar. Once again, you get to keep the mason jar. Yeah, the mason jar is pretty nice. Yeah, um, it's nice looking. So th- that was, that's a good segue so Trowel and Trellis is a new kiosk. So the Disney Food Blog has the locations of some of these. So I thought it'd be important to point those out. So Trowel and Trellis is where, um, you gonna say outside of the fire. Odyssey? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, by Mexico. I, I'm trying to think of the food like and Patagonia. wine kiosk. No. <laughs> or if you, it's across from La Isla Fresca. Yes. Okay. I, I, is that like? Caribbean? No. That's there. Thai, Thailand? Thailand? Greece was there this year. Greece was uh, over on that side. They, got, they mixed them up this year. It was tough to... Okay. So that's where that's at. Um, La Isla Fresca moved. So when you walk from Spaceship or to World Showcase, it's the first booth on the left. Huh. Based on this map that, that the food blog posted. So like Hawaii? No, well, other left. side left. Oh, on the left. Um, I thought Florida that's where Fresh. Florida Fresh, yeah. And Florida yeah. Fresh is now where it looks like where like Brazil 
is oh. typically. Mm-hmm. I like. Exactly. I love that location. That might have been how it was too. Yeah, I think because I think that they had the watermelon cucumber slush. Yeah. Yeah, that and was that like definitely that was back there. Um, was there anything in Future World last year for Flower and Garden? Mm-hmm. At next seats and stuff like in that area. Yeah, so they have two booths there: Flower Full Kitchen and the Honey Bistro. No, because isn't that where they do the. The butterfly, butterfly garden? It looks yes. like these, but I think it's going to be like right behind that. Because uh, the Honey Bistro is closer to the country. This, this map is very not to scale on just how they have it laid out. but it gives <laughs> Taking the, over the Imagination Pavilion. <laughs> um, the Citrus Blossom, which is, where we all which is new, is across. It looks like it's going to be across from the refreshment port okay. on the Canada side. Before you would get to Northern Bloom. Okay. That's why, like, the scale is just really okay. bizarre. Okay. How they have these light out, so. Um, and then the, all the rest are okay. in the typical locations. And the rest. Pardon? That's from Gilligan's Island. There's one item on here that I am, like... Pineapple soft serve with Banta soda. It, mm. it, it bad, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah. You do, you're not looking forward to this. Uh, they make pineapple Fanta. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't like know. A, I, I just twist on a D whip. D whip. It's an orange not pineapple. The, you got a D whip. I, I don't think that that's that disgusting. Nah, I, think like orange, I, think, <laughs> I think I would want to see it. Orange and pineapple are, are, you know, they, those mix well. Yeah. You know, both citrus. <laughs> I don't know if like it'll look appealing. <laughs> it's a good one. Nailed it. Good throwback. That's where the five uh, minutes ago. Thank the you. violet lemonade is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my jam. Yeah. Violet. Another. Did citrus. you see they have a violet lemonade ale? I did. <laughs> I did not. I'm yeah. into that. I love anything violet flavored. Violet is it just a really? And it's an underrated flavor. It is. It really is. It really I love is. violet teas. Violet teas. Was Matt's topping off like a rosé sangria? No, it was my just topping off was a rosé. Just a rosé. Well, they have a rosé sangria. It looks like they have a rosé cider, too. Yeah. All right. So this seems like have a lot of things to try. And some of us, will, like as Scott said, will be down there yeah. um, this coming weekend. So if you have anything you need us to taste test for you, just let us know. We're happy to do it. Yeah. And Scott, where are you staying? Uh, French Quarter. Port Orleans French Quarter. And what kind of dining reservations do you have? Right now, we we have a La Cellier for the one night, and tentatively, we have nine dragons, although I'm trying to... I'm not real amped about that. Not that I don't like nine dragons, but... When there's when there's so much... During a festival, it's it's tough to... La Cellier being the exception, I find it tough to have a, a sit-down Epcot reservation, knowing mm. that right outside... I know, your, your face is just pressed to the windows, like, oh, I could be eating all those things. Right, 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 and... Yeah, because it's not there all the time. And Nine Dragons is good. I feel like that's a... We've talked about that being kind of an underrated spot, especially for lunch. And I've heard that La Cellier place is pretty good, too. Yeah, huh? It's got got its moments. (laughs) All right. So we'll save our other topic for another show where we will not have a trip review. Our next next one will be a trip review. So maybe after that. Um, Does anybody have any last call items? I do not. Okay. Well, that leaves one thing and one thing only. Cheers. 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 Thank you for listening to WDW Happy Hour. 
Please like us on Facebook and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we encourage you to share by telling your friends and also writing a nice review on iTunes. Cheers.